Thanks. All right, let's, hey, you too. No, no, I wasn't, no. All right, let's pray. Let's pray. God, thank you uh, for this night. Thank you uh, just for your goodness and uh, the reminders of your grace and the joy that you bring to our lives. Uh, We love you and we thank you even more for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. I have a question for you to discuss in your groups. Damien. Yeah, come sit over here actually, Damien. Okay, I got a question for you guys to discuss in your groups. Okay, here's my question. I'm going to give you like two minutes to discuss this. Why, why does Jesus hang out with sinners? Why does Jesus hang out with sinners? Go ahead, discuss it in your groups. Here, make a circle here. Make a circle so you're not facing me. Do you want to go to different I want to look away from him. Oh, here, sit here. Thanks. Yeah, ask Damien, too. Woo! Damien! Of what? Why would Jesus hang out with sandwiches? I don't know. No idea. Oh, that's sad. Yo, you answer the question. Respect his opinion, He's talking. Okay. I'm not the guy in the chair. I'm from. You're literally a guy in the chair. Exactly. I'm a Family, come sit here, buddy. Okay. Right here. Now you're in the front. Do you guys want a Bible? I am the pre-answer. The pre-answer. I have a Bible on my phone. The, the answer. I'm the pre-answer. If the answer doesn't know the question, the pre-answer doesn't know. We're all answers. If the pre-answerer doesn't know what the Wouldn't that be the post-answer? Wouldn't that be the post answer? Wait. So what do we, do we have? Do we have any? We have any? We have any answers here? Yeah. So I think either. Maybe he doesn't see anyone that's not sinning, or he wants to turn them into not sinning. Okay. You know, so, okay. He wants to turn them, into, turn them good. Okay. You know, because Jesus loves us. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how much he wants to be with them, he uh-huh. them to a Okay. And, yeah, change Okay. All right. High All right. High key. Amen. Too tough. Two. Sure. Good. All right. You guys, you guys are going to have to elect a spokesperson to give your answer to the whole group. I mean, for each question, a different spokesperson for each question. So who's going to say this one? There's like five questions. I want a better question. Okay. Okay. I'm going to need silence while, while we're answering. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a good amount though. Are you serious? All right. What do we say? Silence while us, while the other groups are talking. What do we say? This group over here. What's up? Not a leader. I need a student talking. Okay, Jesus hangs out with sinners to show grace, set an example. All right, cool. The boys up here, what's up? Uh, what's up? Yep. Bro, did you agree that he was going to? Yes. We're all we're all sinners, and you know Jesus loves all of us, and he wants to expose us to that holiness and maybe change us. Okay, so he hangs out with sinners because he wants to expose them to some holiness, some goodness. Cool. What about this group back here? To spread light into the darkest places. Put so succinctly. Thanks, Jackie. Succinctly. All right. So we're going to read a passage today in Matthew 9. Okay. I think for the past, the past like four or five weeks, Jesus was on top of this mountain. We can celebrate because he's finally off of the mountain. Okay. Finally. He's in a, he's in a town called Capernaum. All right. And, and he's hanging out with sinners in this passage in Matthew 9. It's Matthew 9, 9 through 13. So you can, you can look there. 
So Jesus, he's finally off the mountain and he's in this town called Capernaum. And in this town, he does a lot of miracles and he heals a lot of people. Okay. And as he is in this town, he passes this tax collector named Matthew. Okay. That might be, that's actually the name of this book that we're reading, right? He passes his tax collector named Matthew. And Jesus says to him, to Matthew, follow me. He says, follow me. And, and tax collectors in that time, they had bad reputations. They were looked down upon because they would like steal people's money. They would cheat people out of their money. And so the people did not like them. Their reputation was bad. They were low, low people. Okay. And, and then Jesus says to this tax collector, follow me. And then they all hang out in this house together. And there's other sinners and, and people who are lowly and, and who have bad reputations in this house. And they're all hanging out. Okay. All these people who are looked down on and who are outcasts. And then the Pharisees, who are these very like noble, like, oh, I do everything right. I can do everything right. They see Jesus hanging out with these people. And the Pharisees are like, why are you hanging out with sinners? They ask Jesus this. Okay. And then Jesus answers in this passage. So we're going to read it right now. Matthew 9, 9 through 13. You can follow along in the Bibles and, and you can listen if you don't have a Bible. All right. As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. In Matthew, he rose and followed him. No question. And as Jesus reclined at table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard it, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. All right. Uh, I gave you a Bible so you can can look back on the passage for for the questions. So here's my first question for you guys to talk about. Or second question, I guess. For you to talk about in your groups. Ready, Bentley? Sure. Okay. Jesus says this, right? He says, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. What does Jesus mean when he says that? Go ahead, I'll give you like two minutes in your group. All right, what does Jesus mean when he says those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick? Go ahead. Those who are not sinners, they are already good, they need help. That's true. But those who are sinners, like, they need help to like, be good. That's, yeah. That's in simple terms. They have to like, say that they're a sinner if they're more. You guys got anything? Yeah, what thoughts do you got, Bentley? Yeah. What thoughts do you have about this question? Also, watch out with Jerry. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You need to take a break. Yeah. Okay. Damien, you have any thoughts? Do you know what the question was? Yeah. Those are some great thoughts, guys. What happened? I'll speak. Yeah, you'll speak. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Seems like, seems like that group's ready. Our group has some great thoughts. Our, no. Our. Our. Our group. Our. the same word. All right. Bring it in here. We're going to go with my group over here first. What's up? What does Jesus mean? No, let's get a different speaker. 
Jackie did so good. Yeah, oh, well, are you serious? Wait, Sean, do you remember the question or no? Wait. Yeah. What does Jesus mean when he says those who are those who are uh, those who are healthy have no need of a physician, but those who are sick? Those who what? Are exposed to God. Aren't as aren't as exposed to God. Need him more is what you're saying. Did anyone else in that group have any more thoughts? That's good. That's good. Building off that at all, Mia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, it's like, yeah, those who, yeah, go ahead, Jackie. That's good, Mia. Not everybody's the same. Some people need different things than others. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got some good thoughts in this corner. Thank you, that corner. Okay. How about these guys up here? Uh, so what we said is uh, that for us to be saved, we need to like, or to be cured from God, we need to be or, yeah, we need to have, like, a problem. We need to be, like, sick. Mm-hmm. We can't be fully healthy if we want to get cured. Uh-huh. And we need, we need to also, like, study that we have, like, this problem okay. for us to be cured by God. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, some sort of acceptance. Like, yeah, something's wrong. Something's broken with my life. Because if nothing was broken with my life, I wouldn't need God. Yeah. But Jesus came for broken people, right? Good. All right. No, no, our, our group. What? I don't take full responsibility. Appreciate that. All right. My corner over here. Listen up. I mean, uh, what's up? Uh, no, Bentley, stay here. No, stay here. Uh, that, yes. Okay. So people, you said people who are more righteous don't need God as much as people who are less righteous. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you. All those groups. I think those are all great answers, okay? I think, I think you all hit on some, on some very good things, all right? Like, right, yeah, right, unrighteous people, people who are sinners, who are broken, who, who, have, who have done wrong and are doing wrong, those are the people who Jesus came for. Like, he says he's the physician for those who are not healthy, for those who are sick. And Jesus isn't talking about, like, literal sickness here, but he's talking about sin, this condition of sin, Okay? That there's something, there's something wrong with, with me or, or with the things I do with my thoughts or my actions or maybe with the things around me. And so Jesus says, I didn't come for people who have it all together. I didn't come to, to bring healing and restoration and redemption to people who, are, who have it all together. But I came for the people who are broken and who know that they're broken. Kind of like what our group was saying up here, right? And so that's why, that's why Jesus hangs out with sinners. That's why he answers. I hang out with sinners because they are the sinners are the people who, who I came for. That's why Jesus hangs out with sinners because, because he has nothing to offer people who have it all together. All right. So Jesus says that he came for sinners. All right. So think about this. Because Jesus came for sinners, who did Jesus come for in our world, in our world today? Like who are the sinners today? All right. 
Uh, discuss it in your groups. Who are the sinners today? Jesus came for sinners. What did you say? What did you say? The majority. Jesus said that he came for sinners, right? And so, who did Jesus come for in our world? Like, who are the sinners today? Who is Jesus? Yeah, who are the sinners in our world? Because Jesus came for sinners. Why? Because everyone sins. Oh, so is that the answer? No. Yes. Why? Because Every, he comes because to everyone. Not, not everyone accepts Every it. Every single person. Not everyone accepts it. So like Jesus he, didn't... So yes, just, we're sinners. I, well, I guess the simple question here is, who are the sinners in our world? Everybody. Let's just answer that one first. <laughs> everybody. Bentley says everybody? What do you guys think? Yeah, everyone sins. Everyone sins? What do you think, David? But, but... I don't know. But I have a question. Yeah? Question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, if good works uh-huh. can't, like, get you, like, saved, if that makes any sense, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Do bad works, or is it bad works that, like, send you to hell? Well, it's acceptance. Do bad works send us to hell? Yeah. Or because good works don't send us to heaven? Yeah. So it seems like bad works shouldn't send us to hell. Is that what you're saying? Because then it wouldn't like work the same. Very good question, Luke. It's a very good question. I think that is a good question to explore and keep exploring. Because I don't have I don't have the answer on it. Luke, that's a good question though. What do you guys think? Do bad works? Good works don't get us to heaven, so do bad works send us to hell? Are you guys leaving? Why? What? Uh, do you guys want great escape forms? Or, another time. Okay. Okay. Who is this? No, Bradley, go sit in your chair. Emo! Huh? Um, do bad works send us to hell? Because good works don't send us to hell. Bentley. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's actually a lot of different beliefs about hell out there. To worth worth looking into. All right. Um. Here we go. Our uh. Okay. Our group is gonna go first. Let's go. Our group. Our group. Our group. Our group's going first. What's up? So, what's the question? Um, who are the sinners in today? The sinners of today? Everyone. Everyone? Everyone sins. Everyone sins. Everyone has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You could literally be angry. You could be more vulgar yourself. Uh-huh. Okay. So, every person on this earth lacks holiness. Okay, so our group kind of said everyone is everyone's a sinner. What do we got over there, this group? Who are the sinners... You guys said everyone too. Pretty much the same thing. All right. What about this group? Everybody. Everybody. Wow. Great answers, everyone. Um, yeah, guys, I, th- I think that 
I think that is true, okay? But hey, control your group over there. <laughs> Good job. Um, I think I think that's that's a true like that's a true answer. But do do you guys really believe that? Like that we that we're all sinners. And that's a good news actually for us because Jesus came for sinners. And that's good news. But do you actually believe that like about yourself? When you're thinking about yourself, do you actually believe that Jesus came for you? Not because you have it all together or because you can offer anything amazing to him, but because you are just who you are, because you're burdened by sin, by, by the weight of sin, of your own sin and others' sin. Um, I do believe that actually. Oh uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. Like, like that's actually really good news that Jesus actually came for you. When you believe and know that you are not all put together, then there's this good news that Jesus came for you. Okay? Yeah? Oh, not yet. Yeah, when when Damien comes back. Can I make a smart pass? Oh, you want to go? You can stay with your dad. Can I make you a want. smart pass? Or you can stay. Yeah. What do you want to do? I need a smart pass. What's a smart pass? I need a smart pass to the bathroom. All right. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do two more questions. Two more questions, but one more answer out loud. Okay? Think about this one. So Jesus, Jesus says this. Okay? Jesus says, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, okay? And I think what Jesus means by this is these, Fer- these Pharisees, like we talked about before, they knew everything. Like they knew all the religious rules and laws and codes. They knew, they knew like how to go to the temple and, and they prayed out loud and they did everything right on the outside. But on the inside, they, they actually didn't care about God a whole lot. Like on the outside, they sacrificed for God, but their hearts weren't really concerned with truly loving God and loving those around them, Okay. And so I think when Jesus says, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, Jesus is saying he doesn't desire for us to be outwardly like showing that we will sacrifice everything for God, but on the inside, really not care about loving him or loving others. But really, Jesus, Jesus's desire is mercy and not sacrifice, because really, Jesus, Jesus wants us to realize that we actually need something outside of ourselves to help us, to bring us life. Like we can't do it all on our own. We can't, we can't polish ourselves up and follow all the right rules and do all these things perfectly. We, we can't do all the right sacrifices to make God happy. But really what makes God happy is when we realize that we are needy, that we are needy and that we are burdened by sin and that we, we are broken and that there's broken people around us that affect us. And really what we need is mercy. And it's amazing because Jesus says, my desire is mercy, not sacrifice. Jesus doesn't want, want you to try harder, to be better, to not be a sinner. That's not, that's not what gets us a relationship with him. What, what helps us enter into a relationship with Jesus and to live with him and have this new life that he offers is the mercy that he offers, that he actually comes alongside us in our, in our brokenness and in our sin. Jesus' desire for you and for me is mercy. And that's really amazing, okay? But here, here's a question I have, okay? Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's hard to like receive mercy from other people, right? Because you don't want to actually believe that you need it. Or sometimes I don't actually want to believe that I need someone else's mercy or grace. So think about this. What makes it hard to, to recognize and receive Jesus's mercy? All right. What makes it hard to recognize and receive Jesus's mercy? Go ahead. You can talk about it. Okay, yeah, that's that's good. Back to you. I was not done. 
Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, we also like. Wait, what was the question again? What, the question? what makes it hard? What to makes it? Bentley. Bentley, do you want to join our group again? Or no? You want to wait there? It's okay. What makes it hard to recognize and receive? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't want like to always be like wrong, or you you want to like think of yourself highly than some other people mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. That was good. Yeah, that was both good. What you guys both said. Tyus, I'm being cyberbullied. Um, this girl told me. This, this girl told me that. This girl told me that she saw the video. Of me stealing someone's food and then she sent me this. You shouldn't steal someone's food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny though. Bro, why is she following Rat Live? Okay. Um, <laughs> bring it back in here. We're back to this group over here. No, the left corner. Yo, I like how we didn't. What's up, left corner? Oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. No, we just answered. What'd you say? Pride. Pride. Mm -hmm. Summed up in one word. Yep. Does anyone want to expand on that? That was good. Oh, yeah. Caitlin? <laughs> good, Caitlin. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's good. Pride. How, do, how does pride get in the way of, of receiving or recognizing mercy? Because you think you can do everything yourself. Yeah, you're like, I don't need any help. I can do it myself. I, I'm, I'm capable of doing this, even though maybe we're not. Good. Corner over here, right corner. Uh-huh. Yes. So there's like, sorry, I'm just trying, I'm, tr why, why are you guys laughing? I'm trying to, wait, wait hold up, hold up. I'm, so, so there's part of it of like, oh, like just not even knowing that there's mercy out there, kind of. And I guess part of that, like how, how can, I guess part of that maybe stems from like kind of what they're saying, like, oh, when we think that we can do everything ourselves, we're never, we're not really looking for help ever or for someone else to like step in. Right? And so we just don't know. We don't know about it because we're not looking for it too sometimes. Right? Yeah, that's, that's good. All right. My group up here. Uh, we were kind of talking about how, you know, like, you got to look within yourself and kind of recognize your, your own faults and open yourself up to Jesus and recognize maybe that, you know, you don't have, you don't have that mercy that he's trying to grant you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. And what I was yeah. also just came up with in my brain was... Uh, that we have to like accept his gracie, er, gracie, his uh, mercy too, mm -hmm. and uh, like accept like that gift that he gives us, and uh -huh. we have to like actually use his mercy if that makes any sense instead of just like leaving it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think like a big part that kind of feel like tied all your answers together is like sometimes we just don't think that we need mercy. Like, we think that we have it all together on our own, right? I feel like a lot of you guys, like, hit on that. And, and we don't want to, like, a big part of it, a big part of actually receiving mercy is recognizing that we need it, right? That something's actually, like, wrong in our lives or, or going wrong with us, right? And so we need mercy. And a lot of time, we don't want to accept that because of pride or because of other things like that because we think that we're capable, you know? 
But I think when we realize that we need something greater than ourselves because of the weight of, of sin, of other sin and of our own sin, when we really realize uh, that we need something greater than ourselves in Jesus and his mercy, Jesus's mercy is fresh air for us. It's fresh air. It brings new life because it, it eliminates us having to try so hard to accomplish everything ourselves or be better or be perfect. But Jesus' mercy eliminates all this and says, that his love for us is enough, all right? So just think about, you know, don't think about this, I mean, you, you can later, but just for the sake of time, the last question for you just maybe to reflect on as you leave today and maybe tomorrow as you go, think about this question, okay? What, in what ways do you need Jesus's mercy in your life, okay? In what ways do you need Jesus, Jesus's mercy in your life, Okay? I'll just end on this, okay? We can, we can take comfort. We can all take comfort in the fact that Jesus hangs out with sinners, right? That's kind of what we talked about at the beginning today. Jesus hangs out with sinners. And so the good news is that Jesus, he hangs out with all of us because all of us are sinners, right? We all sin. And so he hangs around us. And that's, that's really amazing. And, and Jesus actually tells us how his mercy is worked out in verse 13. Jesus says this, for, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus came not to call the righteous, but sinners. And I think that the really amazing thing is Jesus uses this word, he says, to call. It's not just to hang with or hang around, but to call. There's like this sort of purpose that Jesus gives to sinners. Not just, not righteous people, but sinners, you and I. And, and he shows us this with Matthew, right? Matthew, who was he? Was he, was he like, have, did he have a good reputation or a bad reputation? Bad, bad right? Bad. Matthew had this bad reputation. He cheated people out of their money. People looked down on him. He, he was like a, a liar and a, and a thief, all these things, okay? And Jesus goes up to him and Jesus doesn't say, Jesus doesn't just say, hey, I'm gonna hang out with you. But Jesus says this. He gives this call to Matthew. He says, follow me. Jesus goes up to Matthew and he says, follow me. And I think the amazing thing is that just like Matthew was a sinner, all of us, we are all broken and burdened by sin, our own sin and other sin, okay? And Jesus doesn't just say, I'm gonna come hang out with you, even though you're a sinner, but Jesus says, I'm gonna call you to a new life. I'm gonna give you a new life. And that new life is following me. He doesn't just say, let me come hang out with you, but he says, follow me, come with me to a life that is, that is greater than this life of sin, than this life that is burdened by sin. And that is really amazing. Because really, the greatest, the greatest thing that someone can offer us when we're hurting or when we're burdened by our own mistakes or by others' mistakes, it's not just, it is, it is a friendly, like, just arm around us or a hug or something like that, right? But even more than that, something greater than that is for them to offer us a way forward. And that's what Jesus does for each and every one of you, for me too. All right? So think about that. It, thinking about that. Think about this question. What ways, in what ways do you need Jesus's mercy in your life? Okay, let's pray. God, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you that you don't uh, leave it up to us to impress you, um, to, to be anything super great to be with you, but you, you hang out with us. You hang out with us, not because we're amazing, but because we're broken and because you are the great physician, because you are our great doctor, who offers us not just a, a comforting hug, um, but you offer us a new life and a way forward, a, a greater purpose. 
And so we just ask that as we go about our days, as we, as we go to school tomorrow or hang out with friends or whatever we have going on the rest of this week, that you would help us to think about how we need your mercy and that we would see your mercy actually lived out in our lives. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.